Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 14 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs one-on-one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. We'll be meeting with Bryce Henson, the CEO of Fit Body Bootcamp, the world's fastest-growing fitness bootcamp franchise. And having over 10 years-plus experience in the fitness industry and owning two Fit Body Bootcamp locations, Bryce's passion is spreading fitness to the world. I'm going to talk to Bryce about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. Stick around because we have a great show. Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews, from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. 
Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews. We're over 14 years now. We've been asking the entrepreneurs one-on-one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Bryce Henson, the CEO of FitBody Bootcamp, the world's fastest-growing fitness bootcamp franchise. And having over 10 years plus experience in the fitness industry and owning two Fit Body Bootcamp locations, Bryce's passion is spreading fitness to the world. Hi, Bryce. How are you? Welcome to the show. Hey, Marty. Doing well. Thanks for having me. Oh, this is my pleasure, Bryce. We always like to ask our guests, where are you calling from today, Bryce? I'm in Southern California in Orange County, which is about 60 miles south of Los Angeles. Is that where the headquarters is also located, Bryce? It is. I'm actually working from home today, which I do on Fridays, but our headquarters is in, oh, based in Chino Hills, which is just a suburb you know, close to L.A. I, I want to talk a little bit about the history of Fitness Body Bootcamp, but it, it seems like, I mean, you're a big part of this, this history, Bryce. And I think, you know, how, maybe we can go back to the beginning of, you know, how you even became aware of Body Bootcamp. I know there's a story there. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'll give you a high level of just the, the nature of our organization started in 2009, uh-huh. uh, initially as a licensing program, and we ran it. Our founder, his name is Pedro Kulian, business partner uh-huh. of mine, dear friend and mentor as well, yeah. and uh, ran it uh, very successfully for a few years before we realized that we were selling territories and really acting as a franchise. So the FTC right. uh, reached out and uh, gave us that clarification, so we actually had to adjust course, re, uh-huh. um, I guess, not to say rebrand, but reclassify from a licensing model to a franchise model. So right. from a franchising perspective, that's how we got started. But for me specifically, um, I'm originally from the Midwest, and I mm-hmm. love it. They're great people, but not necessarily yeah. the fitness capital of the world. <laughs> so in to- 2005, I moved to a- a- L.A., and there I was, 22 years old, uh, excited to be in L.A., but not a lot of experience, business experience, life experience, right. and I wasn't fit. And there was many, uh, you know, many more dark days uh, than there was yeah. bright. And uh, after a couple of years of living there, a fortuitous situation happened. A good friend of mine uh, from college who was a fit guy, he wasn't on the mm-hmm. cover of Men's Health, but he could have been. We ended right. up living together, and after a few months, I finally mustered up enough courage to ask him, you know, hey, Adam, can you show me, you know, how to lift weights and eat clean? Right. And that's what he did. And that, that actually started my own transformation uh, in 2007. And I stripped about 20 pounds of body fat, put on about 20 wow. pounds of muscle. And that was great. But all, for all your viewers listening at home, you know the value of fitness. It's not just the aesthetic. It just changes your life. And that's what it did for right. me. So I went on this path of, okay, how can I give this gift back to other people? So the next logical thing to do, even though I had a successful sales career, was to get certified uh, through the gold standard in certification, which is National mm-hmm. Academy of Sports Medicine. That's what I did and uh, didn't really know how to grow business or whatnot, although I, you know, that, I checked the box there. And I think what I did is I updated my Facebook profile uh, to certified personal trainer, and I right. started receiving ads from this guy named Bedros, who was talking about growing a fitness uh, business, you know, gaining more clients, how to convert them to long-term clients. And that's basically when I went down a rabbit hole for about a year and a half of researching and learning about this concept called right. Body Bootcamp. And that led me to 2012 when I decided to, to take the leap of faith and become a Fit Body Bootcamp franchise owner, which really is a, a long-winded answer of, of giving you that insight, insight of the story and how I, you know, arrived into the franchise. Great story, Bryson. You know, in thinking about, you know, how you, you got started, what did it do for you? I mean, did it give you confidence? You know, so you said you were, you were selling, and, and then what did – would you say is that confidence was one of the things that it, it kind of brought to you? 
Oh, goodness. Uh, Marty, I think that's exactly it. Uh, gave yeah. me more mental clarity, ambition, and then the biggest, the biggest mm-hmm. driver is confidence, right? And right. Uh, I, at the time, I mentioned I had a successful sales career, but I really overlooked the fact that I was a small company I was working for based in San Francisco, and I was mm-hmm. uh, you know, working from home with a remote sales team. And I went from one of the least performing sales rep to the best performing sales rep in the organization wow. within a 12-month tw- clip. And I, I cite that because the foundation fitness gave me, it just gave me that vibrance right. and exuberance and confidence. I saw too, somewhere in, in, in your literature, Bryce, uh, it's mentioned, I guess, currently 45% of the American population is statistically obese. I didn't realize uh, that's, I mean, that's, that's a high number. So why is, why is obesity still, I mean, after everything we know, why is it still a problem in this country? Well, uh, great question, Marty. It's not a lack of knowledge. It's a lack of fortitude, right. accountability. And I think yeah. that's really why, you know, the, the Fit Body Bootcamp model works so well because it's a coaching model. It's not a rent, renting access to equipment and weights. Uh, because if you ask right. the average person on the street, should I eat a tub of ice cream or a chicken salad, they're going to tell you mm-hmm. a chicken salad is going to be healthier. Right. But it's of a matter course. of not only knew, knowing but it's doing, and it's doing. Uh, I think, you know, especially as we're at this tail end of the, the COVID situation, what, what really my heart hurts is, you know, yeah. the, you know, no disrespect to anyone who has, you know, caught COVID. It's certainly a, a very sad situation. But of if course. you look at the data, the vast majority of people that have had the worst effects of COVID have been compromised immune systems or obesity. Because when you have when you, when yep. you have a person who's obese, Everything has to work harder. Your heart, your organs, right. just to keep you at base baseline. And uh, you know, because of the obesity pandemic we're in, it's causing major complications. And unfortunately, the the clip is just rising at about two and a half percent per year. Yeah, I was wondering too. I guess you know the, the statistics will probably be out there someday, Bryce. You know, maybe they're even out there now. You know, but I I know we know you know several people that that gained a lot of weight during. COVID, you know, when everybody was kind of like locked down, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always curious, you know, how COVID did impact, you know, people's weight and things like that. Fitness Body Bootcamp is, is, is a different kind of a concept. I mean, when, when, you're, when you're describing the concept to someone, Bryce, I mean, how do you typically respond to the question? Well, the short version, I would say it's group training or, or mm-hmm. personal training in a group setting would be the easiest oh, way great. to describe our model. Yeah. So it uh, it bridges the gap because in the left side of the industry, the fitness industry, you have, you know, access to weight. So a big box gym, which, you know, range from 10 to $50 a month. But really, there's no coaching. There's account- no accountability. It's just like, here are the weights, you know, good luck. And the problem right. with that is, is while, yes, it's cheap, most people are not fitness professionals. Most people are not right. t- spending time designing workouts and all that. They're busy. They have life and their kids and their school and their work. Um, so that's one aspect of the model. On the other right. side of the, the model and in the industry is personal training, which is one-on-one, uh, gets results, high, strong accountability. But the problem is, is personal training can cost anywhere from 60 to to $100 a session. If you go three uh-huh. sessions a week, I mean, you're looking at right. 1000 1500 bucks a month just right. for the training. So what Fit Body Bootcamp does is bridges that gap and provides that personal training in a group setting at a very affordable yeah. rate, and you get all the results. And also more fun community um, and energy in the sessions, just training a one-on-one, because I've done that from experience. Who, who would you say your customers are, Bryce? You know, I had a chance to, you know, go on the website. I mean, but have you narrowed it down to, you know, a specific, like, demographic, whether it's age or anything like that? Even more so, actually, Marty, we call her avatar Mrs. Jones. And Mrs. Jones mm-hmm. is in her 40s. Uh, she has a few kids. 
Um, yeah. She's about 40, 40 pounds overweight. She's mm-hmm. worked out, but probably last time was in high school. And truth right. be told, she probably doesn't love working out. You know, she just right. knows she needs to, and she's getting at a yeah. point in life where it's getting harder. The pounds are packing on. The life is getting busy. Her husband doesn't look at her the same way anymore. And she yeah. doesn't love working out, but she knows she needs to. And that's basically our prototypical client or our avatar, which we call Mrs. Jones. Right. How how is fitness uh, body boot camp using technology uh, today, Bryce? I'm sure you know it probably came in uh, helpful. You know during the COVID situation, we could which we could talk about. But how how do you use technology today? Yeah, great question. I mean, I'll give you like a little bird's eye view. Uh, we one of our core values is embracing and driving change. And actually, our founder Bedros created a technology company before, so we're very, I guess, oh, wow. technology uh, technologically fluent. Uh, right. So we're not a, 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 averse to it. In fact, from a digital marketing perspective, I would say our use of technology in order to grow the brand has been one of the biggest reasons we've been able to scale the hundreds of locations in a very short period of time. Right. Um, we've also had some big wins uh, with technology, which I'll talk about in a second. But we've also, yeah. humbling ourselves, had some losses as well. And in fact, uh, about three and a half years ago, we migrated to a platform, which I'm not going to say any na- names. Okay. And it just wasn't, uh, from a CRM perspective, it wasn't the fit that we were looking for. And, uh, right. you know, truth be told, we could have done more testing and there's, you know, a few things at play. But the reality of the situation is uh, it was advertised as a unicorn and we were sold a donkey. And, you know, at the end of the day, taking ownership of that decision, uh, it was a tough migration when we basically converted hundreds of locations to that platform. And, you know, that was uh, that was a challenging time. So for any of your viewers listening back home, the, the message there and, you know, certainly there's big learning lessons, probably the best learning lessons from mistakes is just making sure you do your diligence make sure yeah. you know you don't take anything at face value make sure that you have a test group and now through that pain point everything that we do specific to technology or not before we roll anything out brand wide it always goes through a pilot and a testing program uh, in order to make sure that it's it's going to be successful and to kind of close the loop and finish that thought case in point is through covid we actually pivoted to an online kind of coaching platform that allowed mm-hmm. us to wow. provide results from home when we were shut down for a few months and we onboarded our franchisees brilliantly um, from the the, the miss a few years prior so that learning lesson was delivered and then Secondarily, because of that miss when we uh, transitioned to a technology from a CRM perspective that wasn't a fit, it actually gave us visibility to what we actually need. So we went out and recruited um, a technology partner who actually has been able to build a custom solution for us. So stage one or phase one, we migrated uh, all of our hundreds of locations to the CRM or lead, lead management aspect last year. And then now phase two, we've, uh, we've migrated about 15% of our brand, but we still have hundreds of locations that through October, November, and December, we're going to migrate on this you know, intuitive technology that you know, is a lead management follow-up, texting, email, and it's just very specific to FitBody. So this all to say, Marty, while it was, we've had a lot of success with technology, big picture, we've right. had one big miss, but that learning lesson actually actually catapulted us and now we're going to be better off uh, better better off for it um, you know in the next you know months or weeks months and years to come and that's the benefit of franchising too isn't it Bryce is that you know your new franchisees you know they don't have to make the same mistakes right I mean it's it's the beauty of the franchise model is is, is that those mistakes don't have to be uh, duplicated Oh, absolutely. It's interesting, Mario, you mentioned that because, you know, now we've in, implemented in the last two years, which is a, a talking point that I want to hit on, a coaching and profitability team. Our coaching and profitability team is really, uh, we call it CAP for short, uh, but there are mm-hmm. franchise business coaches, six of our best owners, you know, historically of the last decade, 
um, you know, one in Canada, one in Texas, Michigan, California, South Dakota, were our most successful franchisees. Now they're coaching our brand, and they have individual wow. owners under their management. And, we, and we're actually continuing to build systems and processes to support our franchisees. Right. And for our new franchisees, I mean, they are just so blessed because we've had, you know, a decade of trial and error mm-hmm. of what hasn't worked, so that way we can actually implement, create, and, and you know, deploy things that do work based off that value of franchising that you just hit on. What's been one of the most interesting things that's happened to you, Bryce, since you know becoming the CEO of Fitness Body Bootcamp? I'm sure you probably have hundreds of stories, but does anything you know kind of stand out over the years? Well, I mean, the the the, the elephant in the room is COVID, and certainly yeah. COVID has swept swept the world. And yeah. you know, in, in all honesty, it's been very you know tragic and challenging for many, yeah. obviously people, but also industries. Some industries right. have thrived for it. Our industry specifically, I mean, if you look at it on paper, we are a yeah. brick and mortar franchise, so right. it couldn't have happened to a worse business model. So right. you know, by far, that has been the biggest challenge slash interesting yeah. thing. But to your point earlier. You know, and having a mindset, you know, a very strong leadership on, on our team, um, owners that have been in the brand for a long time, our coaching and profitability, our owner uh, and our founder, and then myself who's been in the brand for a long time, we're able to adapt, overcome, embrace technology, add a new platform, and be able to coach our clients virtually, both from an exercise workout platform and a, and a nutrition platform, all because of that pivot. So, you know, that was definitely by far the, the biggest curveball thrown at us, and I know there's going to be others to come um, right. but, uh, from my tenure as CEO. Yeah, no, absolutely. Maybe we could talk a little bit about uh, your, your franchisees, Bryce. I mean, what do you look for? You know, what's important to you um, in taking on a new franchisee? Are there any types of characteristics or traits that you look for? Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, I'll kind of throw three high level, and then mm-hmm. also just depends on what the specific franchisee's plan of growth is, whether it be right. one location or multi-location owners. But first and foremost, they have to be passionate about health and fitness, because if they're not passionate about health right. and fitness, I mean, it's it, it, it's a service-based business, and people right. can sense that. So it, it's yeah. not a transactional business. Uh, so that's really, really important. And then the secondary thing you got to be passionate about the people business because we uh-huh. are primarily, uh-huh. and this is what we teach our franchisees, you know, primarily we are not in the fitness, coaching, nutrition, or health business. Those are all things that we do. However, mm-hmm. primarily we are in the people business. And, yeah, you know, said. community and relationships are the fundamental building blocks. So really we, we look hard and recruit hard and, um, and vet hard around making sure that their fitness, uh, health, coaching and uh, and people-oriented. And the last thing uh, that we look for, and I kind of touched upon this a little bit, is are they coachable? Because really what right. we, our model is, we're in the fitness industry, but we're in the coaching aspect of fitness industry. We're not a big box gym where it's like, here are the weights, go have fun with our clients. We are in the, hey, here are weights, but here is basically the program we're running for today. This is the demonstration, explanation, the workout. This is how we're going to coach you to better success. So because we're in the coaching business, not only right. you know, from the franchisee perspective to their clients, we also look for franchisees that are very coachable because especially in today's day and age and really hitting on that technology you know, point really quick, uh, hit, hitting at it hard again, things change and happen so fast that, that the people that we recruit have to embrace, drive, uh, embrace and drive change, have to be coachable so that way we right. can thrive together. It seems like 
I hate to say there's always going to be a market for, I mean, for, for your business price. But, you know, we were talking earlier, you know, saying that, you know, 45% of the American population is, is, is obese. So, I mean, it, it seems like there is always going to be a, a market for your, for your business, you know, and again, hopefully in the United States, you know, those numbers go down a bit, you know, but maybe, you know, you could talk a little bit about how, how does the, the, the training work uh, when you become a new franchisee? Again, you probably have to pivot a little bit, you know, during COVID, I imagine, but, you know, what is it, what was it like before, what's it going to be like in the future? Yeah, great question, uh, Marty. Um, I would say, I mean, it first starts out foundationally with our rigorous vetting process uh, that takes months, and, and that's only possible through strong internet marketing because our, right. our goal is to cast a big giant net um, because yeah. there's going to be some frogs you got to work through and make sure, sure, making sure that we have a good amount of uh, interest that are coming in that we can vet out or we can screen. And our you know vetting process usually takes months uh, before we award a franchise. Right. Uh, then from there, um, that onboarding process, that training process, they get introduced both to their cap coach, which I'll touch on in a second, but also their onboarding specialist. And their onboarding specialist is really the operational, you know, person in the, the, the process. So they're doing territory mapping, finding locations, going through uh, our newly uh, formed LMS or uh, LMS training system. So mm-hmm. going through business systems, onboarding training, you know, getting your insurance, looking for your location, negotiating your, your, your lease, um, all those things like on the operational front that usually take the first few months. So that's the, the first point once they become a franchisee. But then also, as I mentioned, they're also introduced to their cap coach or coaching and profitability coach who is one of the six most experienced and successful owners in our brand. And the first probably four or five months of that introduction, the oper- or the onboarding specialist is really kind of ma- uh, majorly the focal point, but the coaching and profitability or cap coach is there just providing guidance about once a month for a coaching call. But then as the franchisees uh, lease is signed and then start the marketing for their grand opening campaign, which we call our launch program, that's when the cap coach really kind of starts to dive in to help that marketing effort. We have a, right. a marketing team that actually runs the ads and fills up our you know, clients' uh, locations before we even start. We actually open with a wow. six-week challenge, and our target is to get at least every owner 500 leads and you know, starting wow. with 100 uh, challengers. Um, to make sure that they, you know, streamline their success because let's face it, momentum is a real thing. So we want to get them started strong to begin with. And uh, before that, actually, I I overlooked the fact of not only they working with their cap coach and, you know, going through the onboarding specialist, but then we do a a three-and-a-half-day on-site intensive university. And it's actually broken up into two parts. The first part is about 40 hours of video tutorial training on our philosophy, on our nutrition coaching, wow. on our fitness coaching, all the systems and operations. But then the second part is actually that on-site. So they come out to Southern California or one of our six locations that runs uh, our cap coach locations, and they actually get to experience three and a half days. This starts with a welcome dinner to kind of, you know, connect and build some relationships with the new franchisees so they have a network. Then, you know, we're introducing them on the, you know, they're, they're shadowing our camp. They're meeting clients. They are actually training on the mic, off the mic, and, of course, very baby steps. Uh, we have right. a process for that, but that way they can actually get a hands-on experience because getting that confidence, as we talked about earlier, is half the battle. And it's one thing learning, but it's the other thing doing. When you do, you gain more confidence. Uh, we practice sales training, roll, roll calls. So all that's packaged in that three-and-a-half-day you know, on-site wow. training. So that way they learn all the classroom, the X and O's of the business, but they also right. get real field experience, and that really sets them up to launch their, their, their location. So that would be the, the launch of it, and then to put a bow on it, then they have continuous access to our cap coach, 
uh, who basically is their business coach guiding them every step of the way. And, you know, typically speaking, just like babies, they need to crawl before they can walk and then walk course, before they run. Right. Uh, right. Typically in the very early stages of a franchisee, even after location launches, they're on a coaching call at least every other week, but probably a first uh, once a week for the first few months. And then after they get more reps and more confidence, then it turns into every other week or once a month. And then our most experienced owners really check in about once a quarter. And again, it just depends, but really that's the overall kind of onboarding training and then ongoing support that we provide our franchisees. Wow, that's a lot of that's a lot of training, Bryce, uh, which is fantastic. <laughs> what, what about you know what were they your, your franchisees were they doing in their their past lives? We had um, uh, oh I forget the, I think the gentleman's name was Tom Ho and and he had this this, this, this sorry, he was one of your franchisees um, and he had something happen to him. I, I believe his brother died at a, at a pretty young age and, and he decided to you know get in, he just tried to just that tried with the catalyst for changing his life. Yeah, it was, it was very. It was a parallel. It was a moving story, you know, when, when he told it. And I said, so you know, what were some of your franchisees doing before becoming a franchise franchisee? Yeah, yeah, great question. I lost a little bit of audio, but I think I got the overall question. Oh, okay. But if there's any clarifying questions, yeah. please let me know. Yeah. But speaking actually of our coaching profitability, our cap coaches, Tom Huff is actually one of the six coaches on our team. He's based in Richardson, oh, Texan, okay. Texas. And yes. he actually, you're right, his, his brother passed tragically years ago and he was inspired to basically, you know, launch, uh, you know, his business um, right. because of that. And he's right. been incredibly successful. In fact, he just moved in uh, to a, a new franchise or to a new location because he outgrew his, his wow. first location. So Tom, uh, Tom is a really good friend of mine. Wow. Um, but that also, remind me the punchline. Forgive me, it cut out a little bit. What was the punchline of the question? Yeah, so what were some of your franchisees doing in their past, like before they became franchisees? There's probably some diversity, I, I imagine, Bryce, you know? I mean, what they were doing before, they're nurses or police officers or, you know, but, but you know, what were some of them doing before becoming a franchisee? Oh, yeah, great question. And our brand has evolved so much. I mean, I think when we first started, it was really geared at personal trainers. Uh, and, you know, the, 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 the overhead was extremely low and times were different, you know, a decade ago. Right. But as right. our brand has evolved and matured, um, it does vary, but our kind of avatar for a franchisee, his name's David. He's, you know, in his mid-40s. Uh, he went to college um, or a higher level of education. Mm -hmm. He's actually had a successful career in terms of normal, you know, uh, standards, if you will, um, right. has uh, provided probably good inf income for his family, you know, has a mortgage, has a house, been successful in his career. But, you know, as his life has kind of, you know, transpired, he's, you know, he's in his 40s now and he realizes like, man, I'm just, I I'm working for the man, I'm punching a clock, I don't have any sense of fulfillment, I don't have right. any sense of freedom. Right. And, uh, you know, here I am unfit. So actually David right. goes through a physical transformation, joins a local gym or a Brazilian jiu-jitsu or a group, you know, fitness, right. um, you know, place. And then has this transformation for fitness. And he just has this, like, invigoration, like, oh, wow, this is actually what I'm called to do. I, right. you know, I want my freedom. I want to buy back my yeah. time. I know I'm meant for something more. And right. that's how the story typically goes. So that would wow. be our uh, avatar per per se. And we have other stories as well, to your point. And interesting, yeah. we're, we're getting a lot of influx and speaking of COVID, um, but a lot of government workers, firefighters, police that are really, you know, anti the, the vaccine mandates are coming out and they've probably been thinking right. about it for a long time, but because they're being forced, they're actually looking for other opportunities to, you know, to have, uh, to take back the pen, write their own story, have that sense of freedom, and really blaze their own path. So those are the two, you know, really prototypical type of uh, franchisees that we attract within our brand. Yeah, I imagine 
all your franchisees probably have some great story. I, I remember I was reading about uh, this last week uh, about Coach Brittany. I know she has a podcast, you know, for Fit Body Bootcamp. But I know she had a story, too. And there's probably hundreds of those stories, isn't there, Bryce? You know, whether it's, you know, your customers or your franchisees, you know, and, and, and I think that's really what makes your model, you know, very interesting. Maybe you could paint a picture of, um, you know, what is a, a typical day like as a fitness body bootcamp franchisee? Because you were a franchisee, so you, you, can, you can talk about that. Yeah, and in fact, uh, actually, Marty, I still am, if you can believe. I still have two locations. Wow. I, oh, I scale to five. And, Great. You know, like, I'm a busy guy, as you would imagine, but wow. I have an incredible team and incredible base of clients. Um, and I, I've scaled to five, but uh, just with my responsibilities at headquarters and assuming right. the CEO role, I've focused to two. But it really just depends. And I know that's probably not the answer you're looking for, but we really have two types of franchisee owner. The one okay. who really wants to be an owner-operator. So they're right. in the gym, like, early morning. And at least to start, right, because the evolution right. of the, change, the business changes. And I'll even use my own story. I was the owner-operator. I had a fitness background. So for the f- first six months, I joke around with my clients. I, I lived there. I pitched a tent in the corner and really you know, <laughs> trained every session. I was right. the marketing guy, the sales guy, the janitor. And many times, this is what, how a lot of you know owners start out or at least have right. that owner-operator um, mentality. So when starting out, you know, early mornings, we're in the fitness business. So, you know, our sessions start at 5 in the morning. They typically finish late, mid-morning about 9.30 or 10. So there's right. a break in the day for the business operator to do marketing and, you know, kind of help work on the business uh, versus in the business, if you will. And then the evening sessions are in the, the afternoon or evening about 4.30 p.m. to about 7.30 p.m. So that's typically when sessions re- resume. So that's kind of the schedule, and that's really, you know, the day in the life at least to start for uh, a new franchisee who has that owner-operator mindset. Right. There's the other type of franchisee who comes in more the investor type. And, you know, okay. this, this model works for us, but we only actually recommend and award franchisees with the investor type who have business management and leadership experience because mm-hmm. the systems, the operations are there. However, if you don't have strong leadership skills or management skills or previous experience, it's really going to be hard to really right. execute or have your team execute if you plan right. to be an off-site owner. So that said, uh, that's what we look for, and we do have plenty of owners that take that route. Uh, so that's kind of the two different paths. But, of course, you know, as time as you evolve, the goal and what happens is especially with the owners who take action, follow the systems, and really you know, gain success, they're able to buy back their time. They're able to hire a team. Uh, they're able to, specifically the owner-operator, uh, they're able to hire coaches, hire a facility coordinator, right. facility leader, ad- admins to do the day-to-day when typically that owner, you know, the last thing they give away is really the marketing, the vision on how their you know, facilities can be ran. Uh, so I know right. it's kind of a, a convoluted and gave you a few different looks, but, you know, it really does depend on, number sure. one, whether the owner wants to be an owner-operator or an investor, and then also, two, depends on where they're at in the stage of the business. As you would imagine, owning any business is hard, and right. you know, I'm not going right. to say ours is not, especially yeah. getting it off the ground. Sure. So depending on where they are in the stage as time goes on, the schedule lightens and it becomes more of a working on the business versus in the business. That's great. The, um, the majority of our listeners, Bryce, we call them aspiring franchipreneurs. Most of them, they know they want to get into franchising, but you know, there's, there's so much out there today. I think they say there's something like 2,500, 3,000 different types of systems out there. For, from everything you've learned up to this point, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise under the assumption that you know, most of them don't know where to begin? I think you got to follow your passion first and foremost. Mm. And I know it's very cliche, 
No, but yeah. there are a lot of other great type of franchise systems. And being very you know transparent and honest with you, when I first started looking at the franchising world, even though I got into fitness and that was kind of my calling, I was right. looking at some other models. Like, and I saw mm-hmm. the baby boomer population. You know, so I was looking at nursing homes and, right. and things of that nature. Yeah, uh, I just didn't have a passion for it. And I knew that right. you know, if you look at if you study any really successful and rich person that has enough money uh, that they're not worried about just making ends meet. Typically yeah. speaking, money doesn't buy happiness, right? It's right. the fulfillment after. So right. I realized at a young age, I mean, certainly you need a certain amount of money to be fulfilled and happy because otherwise if you can't pay your rent, that's not a good right. situation. But right. w- once you make, you know, over studies like 75 grand a year, if you make another 75 or 150, that's not going to f- fulfill you. What really is is the type of work you do. So right. franchising or at least FitBody called me because I'm passionate about fitness. Uh, so if you're not passionate about fitness, if you're not interested in health and wellness, if you're not interested in coaching or, or helping people at that level, FitBody Bootcamp is definitely not the franchise for you. Right. Um, on the contrary, though, if if you are passionate about fitness, if you have desire to help and coach, and you don't have to be the best person at fitness or the best coach or the best nutrition you know, consultant, that can come with time and reps, but you have right. to have that passion there. So that yeah. would be what I would lead with first because, you know, the, the mornings are early, the nights are late, and, and that mm-hmm. goes for, you know, Fit Body Bootcamp or for any business model. Uh, that's right. why an entrepreneur has some challenges, but that's also the value of the franchise model right. is you're executing against a proven model. Uh, so yeah. that would be the first thing. And then the second thing is, you know, do, you, do your diligence. In, in any given market, there's definitely a few different aspects uh, or there's a few different options within your market mm-hmm. of different franchises you can look for. So you've got to find one that you really resonate with, that has your same vision, core values. And, uh, and I think those are probably the biggest two things that I would look for when you're doing your diligence. Yeah, I think that I think that's a great response, Bryce. So I, I could ask you the, the last question. You know, as a CEO, Bryce, I mean, where do you see Fitness Body Bootcamp? If you could look into a crystal ball, maybe three years, five down, five years down the road, where do you see the organization? I mean, we're going to be cruising. Uh, evolution, or excuse me, um, I guess we evolve as a, as a brand, embracing yeah. driving change is a core value of ours. Uh, so we're going to continue to adopt the technology, and whether that be AI, uh, to better our clients' results, mm. or whether our clients' experience. Right. Um, our, our business metrics, we want to cross the 1,000 location uh, threshold in North America, and wow. certainly Cohen wasn't kind to any brick-and-mortar business, but uh, and we contracted right. a bit, but uh, we've stabilized and, you know, just, just given you visibility. In 2020, uh, in the tail end of that, when the world shut down, we awarded right. six franchises the whole year, and bless those franchisees souls who had the vision to know that it wasn't going to last forever, um, but just also giving you visibility now in the last six weeks, we've also awarded six franchises. So we're, you know, the, 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 the path is, uh, you know, the trajectory is strong again, and we're going to continue to embrace and drive change. We're going to continue to adapt technology, and we're going to continue to focus on our client experience and coaching, but really at the end of the day, going back to it, these are all tools that we're going to use, but we'll never lose sight that first and right. foremost, we're in the people business. So the relationships, the community, that's really what separates FitBody, and that's my vision as we become even a bigger player in the global stage. That's terrific. What's, what's the best way, Bryce, for our listeners to get more information on FitBody Bootcamp? Of course, there's a franchise opportunity, but even the service itself, are there any websites you can kind of direct uh, them to? Go to my personal <laughs> website, realbrycehenson.com, and okay. when you go to Real Bryce Henson, all my social medias are there, and then you can click on uh, the coaching programs, whether if you're interested in a fitness facility to actually get fit or to become a fit body owner, you can uh, look at those particular applications at realbrycehenson.com. 
That's fantastic. Well, I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed talking to you today, Bryce, and I'd like to already invite you back over the next year or two as you continue to grow, because I think you have a wonderful franchise opportunity. You got it, Marty. It was a great being on the show. Pleasure is mine, and I know and I hope you're, at least your audience got value today, and I'd be happy to come back anytime you need. That's fantastic, Bryce. It's great to talk to you, and we'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Coming up on segment two, you're going to hear what every entrepreneur needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular Great Quotes in Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Need a business loan? Talk to Diamond Financial Services, the experts in franchise financing nationwide. Whether you're looking to start a franchise, acquire an existing franchise, or expand your territory through opening new locations, Diamond Financial stands by your side start to finish. From pre-qualification to packaging and presenting your application to securing a financial commitment and through the loan closing process, Diamond Financial is there. While you're waiting, thousands of others are making their financial dreams come true. Don't wait any longer. Pre-qualify now by completing a confidential, no-obligation financial analysis. Let's face it, traditional banks just aren't in the business of financing small business. At Diamond Financial, we specialize in securing franchise loans from $100,000 to $3 million and equipment leasing up to $150,000. Let us help you get started. Go to www.franchisefunding.net or call 877-508-2274. That's FranchiseFunding.net, 877-508-2274. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? For over eight years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, where each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting franchise interviews many years now, and during that time, we've had some incredible quotes on this show. So picture this scenario. You just started a company and you need to hire a chief marketing officer, chief financial officer, and chief operating officer. How much do you think it'll cost to achieve this task? What if you can start a company that immediately has these positions already filled in place and ready to go? Would you be interested? Well, today's great quote in franchising comes from Ben Crosby of Franchise Development for the Drip Bar Franchise Opportunity. And Ben discusses this notion on this Great Quotes in Franchising podcast. So here we go with Ben Crosby of the Drip Bar Franchise Opportunity. What advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? Because there is so much out there today. There's, there's more to choose from. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be a little confusing to someone who's new to 
getting involved in franchising. So what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? Yeah, uh, be open-minded. Yeah. Uh, talk and yeah. learn through the, the business first. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we on the brand dev side things, but some most should be looking to educate the consumer first and right. the prospects because at yeah. the end of the day, if you understand and have a passion for whatever business it is, Right. Uh, you have a higher chance of being successful. Franchising right. is a great opportunity because you can you're really partnering with uh with a C level team. Right. Uh, confirming that they're actually a C level team is very right. important as well. When you're sure. a prospect looking around, you don't want to be sold, you know, a, a, a false false hope, false promises. Right. But right. If everything is, is checks off, you appreciate and understand the business and you like the team that's there to support you, um, really in the early times, focus on working with the team. You know, do, get rid yeah. of all the distractions in the periphery. Work with the team, be transparent, be motivated to be successful. And uh, a good franchise system will give you all the tools in order to be successful. Yeah, I like. It. I haven't heard that before in, in in 14 years, Ben. As you mentioned, you know, to partner with C level C level partners. You know what I mean? That's right. You don't you yeah. don't get that experience when you go into your own business. You know, and 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 I, I think that's really. If you'd like to hear that whole interview with Ben Crosby of the Drift Bar Franchise Opportunity? All you have to do is go to franchiseinterviews.com and go to our franchise interviews listed alphabetically page, or you can go to our franchise interviews listed by category page, and you can go under health and fitness and. Lastly, we'd just like to thank everyone for making this podcast such a big hit, and we'll see you again soon with another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising from Franchise Interviews. Take care, everyone. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.